0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Talk Talk Punch. I am Brody Hansen here with Charlie Hickman. Good to see you. So, while you're here, make sure you like, subscribe, push the notification icon so that you are notifi- notif- notified. Notified?
1: Notified? Notificatified. Notificatified. I believe it's the, it's the technical term.
0: Every Wednesday at noon when we put up a new episode. So, you can come back here, there's going to be a new one. Get the bell icon, it'll send you a notification on your phone. It's like magic. It's like magic.
1: It's great. Like magic. Or like science fiction, bro.
0: Oh, good segue. Good segue. So Thank you. So today we're talking sci-fi, but not just talking any sci-fi. Fi. Not, no, just, not just not, not, any sci-fi. Or I guess I should say not every sci-fi.
1: Correct. That's, so, a, that's probably a better way to say it.
0: So you and I- What are the rules? Are big sci-fi fans. So we're doing a top 10. Ooh. Another top 10. We love the top 10s. They're fun to do. We do. It's, not,
1: it's in my top ten favorite kind of list to make. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll have to uh, we'll have to do that one day. Our top ten. Yeah, a list of lists. Who wouldn't watch that? Talk, talk, punch formats. Hey, ooh, ooh, so spicy. we are we are doing top ten sci-fi movies that are not Star Wars. Because granted, if we were to just do top ten sci-fi movies? Empire Strikes Back would wind up on there. A New Hope would wind up on there. Um, that might be it. We've
1: talked some Star Wars. We talk a lot mix of Star
0: Wars. We talk a lot of Star Wars. So let's. We decided, you know what? Let's branch into the sci-fi. Let's let's see what else we can find. What else we can dig yes. up. Yes. This, this kind of like uh, previous lists that you have had. I had a hard time narrowing this down. Yes. I had a big list. Yeah, this list.
1: this was tough.
0: I just this was kept, tough. I just kept putting them on uh, as I was building my list. I just kept they just kept adding up. Um So how did you how did you build your list, Charlie? Well, whenever we
1: do these list ones, I always start with like a large pool. So, uh, I kind of just whatever whatever comes to mind, I write down and then I start kind of like going going online, looking things up, looking looking at the old DVD collection just trying to jar my memory to see if I'm missing anything uh, that I might have forgotten about that fits, fits with what we're talking about. I, we just a little behind the scenes, you know, we come up with these topics ahead of time. And so, you know, I just, I, I actually watched a few movies, did some prep work on uh, some, some sci-fi films I hadn't seen, wow. some newer ones caught up on those. Uh, rewatched some parts of some old ones just to make sure that, you know, if I'm going to put them on my list, uh, I want to make sure that, you know, I've seen some part of it at least within the last twenty years. Uh, so, so I. Uh, but as far as like the rules go, for me personally, I excluded all superhero films. Okay. And uh, look, if you go on IMDb, you'll you'll see that little sci-fi uh, you know category there popping up for almost all of like, for instance, the MCU films. Sure. Uh, or like a movie like Unbreakable. Um, yeah you know, so i just went a ahead and said
0: movie is unbreakable a sci-fi i movie?
1: i you know what i feel like that's more of a maybe more of a supernatural fantasy not 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 supernatural but like a fantasy no, that's the wrong it's, i mean, it's a superhero film it's it's dark yeah. it's a drama but there's no technology involved there's no science involved sure uh so it's it's just kind of like you know if someone today was born with like a mutant power I guess, I mean, look, zombie movies sometimes are often categorized as sci-fi. I do not have any, I, I excluded zombie films, even though I love zombie movies. Okay. If we ever get around to doing like a horror horror list or just a straight up zombie list, oh, I am all over that. Um, yeah, maybe. And I, I, made, I made clear, at least in my mind, I wanted to really kind of draw a barrier between fantasy and sci-fi, just because those sometimes I think are two genres that like blur a little bit. Sure. Uh, so, yeah. Um, do you i I don't do we want to define those for the peeps uh or well Well, i
0: so so the way that i made my list is i made it i tried to stick with just one movie in a franchise uh there's there's a couple that we that will hit on that i was like oh do i want number one or do i want number two on there and so that i was like i can't have them both because it's only only top 10 um I tried to stick with as much sci-fi as I could. I think there's a lot. Sci-fi is a genre that you can mix a lot of things in. Oh, sure. Yeah. There's, you know, I was I was hitting on some that were like sci-fi. Like uh, an example is like Back to the Future, right? We're dealing with science. We're dealing with uh, time travel and things like that. You know, is it more of a sci fi or is it more of a comedy? I don't know. And so that didn't make my list because I was like, I think it falls a little bit more on the comedy side. But I, and so it, and it was just, just inst, inst, instances like that. I am having trouble talking tonight. So,
1: man. So, so for me, like, so just like, like a movie like Ghostbusters was tough.
0: Sure. Um, because yeah, it's I thought comedy, about
1: Ghostbusters. It's supernatural, it's fantasy, it's got some sci fi elements. And it's like, what, if you remove, for me, I was like, if I remove these elements, does it, does the movie still hold up? Like, so in a movie like Back to the Future, if you take away time travel and the time machine, you have no movie. Like, so for me, the sure. sci-fi, it, you that's like the movie, the sci-fi is the movie. The fact that it's also funny, it also has some other things in it that backs that up. Whereas it's like, you know, if you take Ghostbusters and, and, and you remove the technology aspect, make it a mystical aspect, you know, maybe they're, you know, the movie kind of plays functions like largely the same. Uh, I I don't know. So I I did not include a movie like Ghostbusters. Okay. Um, so I, I guess we can maybe talk about our methodology. As you know, maybe we'll have some disagreements on things that are on my list or your list that were like that shouldn't be on there. But like like uh, like just as from, from like a broad from like a broad stroke, like fantasy movies tend to have like mythical beasts. Like think Lord of the Rings, sure realms. Wizards like Harry Potter, none of that stuff is like sci fi. Sci fi tends to deal with like technology, sure. uh, alternate dystopian futures. You get your like Armageddon, you know, Armageddon stuff, end of the world, uh, st- apocalypse type stuff after. So you, you have a lot of different themes that run through. And there's a ton of sub genres. I know like on the internet, people like to fight over whether even Star Wars counts as a sci fi film. You know, people arguing space opera and shaking mm-hmm. fists and, uh, you know, fantasy space opera. And so I, uh, we're not here to settle those arguments. This is not a, and again, I feel like I say this every list, but just to remind you angry internet uh, folk out there, this is not a, the best sci-fi films. These are just sure. merely our favorites. So, uh, and, and our methodology, I, I can already tell is different because I, uh, so I think you might have some different films than me and I'm excited to kind of hear it. I also will say that I tried to, when, when it was between two films, I tried to put one on here that A, we've never talked about and that B, I feel like maybe is something that maybe more people out there hadn't seen. Okay. So I could give some recommendations of th- some movies that I really love sure. since I had so many to choose from in my pool. So.
0: What was the, how many movies did you have all together?
1: Oh gosh. Did I, I didn't even with? bother counting. I, okay. I think when I first made my list, I was like in the thirties, uh, maybe Jeez. just cause it was like, I put just like everything. I'm like, Oh yeah, I, love, I like that. I like That's, that's fun. And I, uh, you, you know, I have a pretty, I have a pretty big DVD collection for my youth. And so I'm kind of like, you know, scanning through there. I'm like, oh, yeah, I like that. And, and so, but, but it was easier to whittle down to a, like, 15. But then okay. it was really hard to, like, put them in. And then the order that they're in was challenging for me. So.
0: Okay. Well, let's get to it. We've got something a little bit new to try out. You know, here at Talk Woo-hoo! Talk Bunch, we're still just kind of figuring things out as we go. So been doing some experimenting so we'll see how this works so far so good that's a big 10 that's a big 10 it's because it's Ooh. number 10 number 10 uh who goes first do you remember
1: i think i uh, i think i think you go first. i think i time. go first i
0: think i think i'm going first this time all right so my we'll click the slide let's find out I, my number 10. It is me. It's Blade Runner. <laughs> um, so Blade Runner is probably only as low as it is because I haven't seen it in a long time. It's been many years. Yeah. And I think the last one that I saw was the. It might have been the director's cut, but I think they've come out with like two other cuts since then. Um, I'm pretty sure I own. Did you the... see? Did, did you see the new one? I didn't. I really wanted to, and I still really want to. But um, yeah, I just, I it's probably on HBO, which is the one streaming service I don't have that has every movie that I want to watch. <laughs> so it doesn't um, have all of them. But, it, but th- you know, but this is, is nice. this is great. This is future. It's you know uh, robots and. Um, you know, questioning, like, humanity and, you know, humans versus robots and, and kind of who is who. And, yeah, this this was a big sci-fi for me. It beat out a lot of other stuff that I wasn't sure if it would. Um, and that's with me not seeing it in, in many years. Um, but, yeah, it's... I haven't seen it in a long time. So I don't know if I have... A whole lot more to say about it. Um, I need to that's watch fair. it I, again, and I, and I think I think maybe one of the, the reasons that I didn't see twenty forty nine, I think that's what it's called, is because I've wanted to go back and watch the original again, right. and I because because it's been so long, I'm like I need to watch Blade Runner. That way, I can go watch Blade Runner. You know, twenty forty nine or twenty four ninety nine. I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's great. Also, it's got a Millennium Falcon in it. It does.
1: It's awesome. So, uh, so so this one didn't didn't make my list. and this uh, now, if we were doing like influential or just like maybe m- most important sci-fi films, mm-hmm. I think this would just be like right at the top. Um, but like on a personal level, this is the rare movie combination of something I saw too
0: young. Okay.
1: And then saw Too Old, and so uh, interesting. I watched it when I was when I was like a kid, and it's very slow paced. It is, and it's got Han Solo, and I'm watching Star Wars, and I'm like,
0: yeah,
1: you know, and I'm all geeked out on Star Wars, and I think this is going to be just like Star Wars because it's got Han Solo in it, and it's in, you know it's it's sci fi, it's space, and Sorry, it was camera. not, and so for like a little kid, that was kind of like hmm. Yeah, it just it just didn't land with me as a child and that left a bad taste in my mouth. So when I was at the right age to see it where I should have watched it, I missed it. And then I try kind of going back as an adult but and but it still kinda had I think a little bit of bias. So I watched it. I'm like, I kinda I I kinda get the appeal, but you know, it's 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 yeah. Yeah, Uh, it's it's a bit older. So, you know, it's you know, there's been so many things that have been influenced by this movie that have come since. It, it, we've talked about this. Just it, Sometimes it's, it's just so important when you see these films. Uh, and I so I can understand why people would be angry for you having it solo and, and angry at me for not having it <laughs> on the list. It's, it's just, you know, it's a, a really wonderful film, but just not among my top ten, like, personal favorites. So, yeah. There's my politically correct speech about Blade Runner but there you go I, I do want to see the new one and I have I haven't yet and it'd be fun you and I should do a rewatch watch uh, podcast where we watch the two Blade Runners and then there you go
0: them. yeah that, that'd be fun I'd like to see it again it's probably been I don't know 15 maybe 20 years since I've seen it um, but yeah so there's my number 10 all right
1: all right. All right, my number ten Ooh, is nice. all '80s, all the time. It is a like it is just dripping with like quintessential '80s uh, stuff. Uh, whether it's the the clothes, the attitude, the uh, obviously the look, uh, featuring a young uh, rowdy Roddy Piper, mm-hmm. uh, who, by the way, uh, for a wrestler, pretty darn good actor, at least in this. Uh, and he gives us one of the great, one of the great <laughs> lines of all times. Um, you know, earmuffs if you're under 10, but uh, the line is, I'm here to chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble gum. Yep. Uh, so, so this movie, uh, some of these movies on my list are, I, I, I probably won't talk about very much just because I don't want to give away spoilers. But this one, you kind of, the premise is important. So he, like, he's kind of like a, like a homeless guy and he finds this pair <laughs> of sunglasses, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know how, how else to describe it. Uh, and he kind of, he puts on these sunglasses and suddenly you can see these messages, uh, consume, obey. Yeah. It, it's a not so subtle uh, commentary on like commercialism and the media, the way that media controls uh, people's minds. And then with the glasses on, he can see people's faces and they're not, they're not people at all. They're aliens. Boom! Uh, they live, and it's got a young Keith David, and you can just—you you know what? I can watch Keith David do just about anything. Uh, he is awesome. Um,
0: and they're creepy so, looking uh, aliens it, it, too. They're like—they're like skeleton. Oh, aliens. They're, they're in that—you can see them real, in, that, we, in yeah. that poster. They're not—they're not little green men. They're more—they are not. <laughs> they look yeah, they like do zombies look, they, or something.
1: Because because they're then full full human, and then yeah, when he sees their faces, and it looks it kind of, what it looks like is just someone literally ripped yeah. the skin off of someone's face. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, it's unsettling, but there, there's, you know, look, it's, if you like 80s action, if you like some of that kind of, you know, a, a little bit cheesy, but like fun, like this is a great little uh, sci-fi movie that even like, even though that's got like the not so subtle messages, it's still like, uh, I, I think quite an entertaining film and it doesn't, you don't really it doesn't really focus on that i mean you know come on there's other like you know uh of the dead there's other ones that that kind of do some similar things where you know the commentary is there but but it's uh and, and look i love a great commentary um as much as the next guy but you, you get sucked into the world well, watch it watch it with mr bagpipes <laughs> put on your kilt I, this is not on streaming right now though so it's you not? might have to like rent it. no huh I, I mean look i i i'm sure it's I'm sure, but never, never bootleg or stream illegally online videos. But if you do make it this one, because it's a really good film and I can't find it anywhere, but no, buy the DVD, treat yourself, rent it. There you go. It's a, it's a great date night. Who wouldn't love to see the, you know, someone who looks like their face has been ripped off when they're having yeah. a romantic date with their special someone. It's true. It's true. They don't actually rip faces off in the movie, by the way.
0: I will right. say that one thing that I noticed is that the 80s were a great time for sci-fi. Yeah. I was yeah. going as I was going through my list I was like there's a lot of 80s movies in here. You know, yeah, stuff, and they didn't stuff much on like
1: special effects. That, that like, that, that, like so didn't, didn't make fun. the
0: list, you know like Predator didn't make the list. Total well, 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 total Recall. No well, well, spoilers, didn't make spoilers. The list. Spoilers. I'm just saying the stuff that didn't make oh, the man.
1: list. Pe- and, people and, and are the stuff people from the are closing 80s. right now.
0: All stuff from the stuff there's at 80s. least
1: five or six people that wanted to know if total recall was on your list that have now just checked out
0: they're like they're like no nope, this is invalid total on.
1: recall is is like no it's you know what I can't do it inappropriate joke we're gonna we're gonna move on
0: total recall it was it was that was a tough one not including that one but that is a good movie not the remake not the remake the original yes. Schwarzenegger which is in right, number one Schwarzenegger nine. line where he says screw you. Oh man. Screw he's, you. He's pushing a big screw, a big drill through the tank into the guy.
1: Can you dig it? Yeah, I'll do split. No no one could do a a, a cheesy action one liner like Arnold.
0: Alright, number nine. My number nine. Guardians of the Galaxy. So this is this is uh-huh. my one. Yeah. My one superhero entry. I felt like I couldn't like not include this one. Yeah,
1: like I struggled. Now, let me ask you, let me ask you a question because okay. it's coming from like where, where I was wrestling. It's like, wait, if I put this one in, mm-hmm. then what do I do with something like Into the Spider-Verse, which has like dimensional travel, it's got alien species, it's got technology all over the place. I and mean, it's definitely a sci-fi film. Uh, it doesn't, you know, he's not traveling through space, but
0: yeah, it's it's. Like, definitely,
1: where do I draw the? Where do you draw that
0: line? It's definitely a sci-fi film, but I tried to focus on like the really. I don't want to say traditional sci-fi, but like is it space? Is it is it is it outer space for you? That's going to seal this. I think so. A lot of times is going to be space okay. stuff. Gotcha. Um, that's just kind of where so we're two my, for two on space. Where, on where my mind goes, there's a lot of space on my list. I'll tell you that. Okay. So interesting. Well,
1: that's fun. Yeah, I don't have I don't have as much outer space on my list. Oh. Uh, I
0: have a lot of outer space. Hence, Guardians of well, the good. Galaxy. Then this will be. Then we'll have.
1: We'll have some uh, some uh, some
0: big differences, which will be good. All right, talk to us about Guardians. So Guardians, right? Guardians, man, it's 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 up in space. You got aliens. You got technology. You got. Uh, talking animals, you got talking trees, you've got cool futuristic weapons and big jails and, uh, you know, dimensional things like the uh, like the power stone, you know, that, they're, that right. they're all going after. It's just it's so many sci fi elements, you know, and it, it it takes place. You get like what less than five minutes on Earth and then the whole thing is in space and on different planets And they're just, it is, it is, it is full sci-fi. I think it's more sci-fi than, than any other uh, superhero flick. And so that's why I I agree with that,
1: by the way, I do. I think if I was going to put one on, this would be it.
0: Yeah. It it touched on, on just a lot of the sci-fi stuff. You know, you even have like the space police with the Nova Corps, and yeah. And it's, and it's great. It's a, it's a great sci-fi. It's also funny. It's, it's fun to watch. Um, and it takes place in space, which kind of hits my, I mean, my sci-fi <laughs> checkbox, apparently. We'll have to see. There you go. I don't know. I think there's a lot that, that are in space for me. But, we'll
1: see. We'll keep, keep counting. If you're keeping score at home, that's two for two for Brodo Man. Uh,
0: and, um, and I did put this one on when I didn't put the second one on. I think this one just kind of holds a special place uh, as that, like, surprise hit that Guardians one was. Yeah. Um... I
1: like Guardians too, by the way. I think that's an underrated MCU film. I, think it's a, I like it also. That's a good little. I
0: think I just like the first one movie. a smidge better, and so that's that's why sure, it made it sure, onto sure. the list. Plus, I had the you know only one per franchise, so I could only do that. But that's my number nine.
1: Number nine. I right. Right. like bumping things over here and making a mess. Yeah,
0: that's all right. I was moving my I'm camera saying. around while you all were right. walking.
1: Now, walking. See if you can. Do, do you have you peaked already? Do you know what my number nine is? I don't know. Okay, it is a time travel film. It is from the 80s. Somewhere in Time. Oh, gosh, that is the saddest movie of all time. If you're watching at home and you do not want to have Somewhere in Time spoiled, just skip ahead like two minutes. But basically, this movie is a guy who just sits in a chair after he's lost the love of his life and wills himself to go back in time to be with her. And he enters this time traveling situation, and they, you know, it's this the beautiful, beautiful soundtrack. My gosh, it's like gut wrenching music. And and at the end, he he hasn't time traveled. He's just sitting in a chair with. He just dies. He just dies in his chair. He's withered away. He hasn't eaten. He has. He he's just been sitting in a chair in like a, a fetal position, and he just dies. Christopher Reeve.
0: It's the a... yeah. Get,
1: get I'm, I, may, I may be leaving out some crucial plot points, but <laughs> that's the basic. That's all. That's all I remember. And, you, and, then, and then you're like, and he's dead. What? Come there on. Go. There you go. Uh, right, that, that is not my number nine. My number nine is.
0: Oh, this is a great one. <clears throat> Bill and Ted's
1: most excellent adventure. This is the movie that spawned Brody's catchphrase of. Whoa. whoa." Uh, you know, eat your heart out, Keanu. Uh, my man Brody's got it down um so th- oh, okay all right is this movie a little bit uh dated sure is it a little bit cheesy sure
0: sure 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 it's still great we just watched it recently a couple couple months ago we just watched this one it's still really good
1: I still I'm excited I haven't seen the new one yet I'm excited I to haven't see it. either uh, i you know what I even liked I know this is controversial but I even liked bogus journey I mm-hmm so i you know, come on, you can't be playing board games against death <laughs> so good but uh this this was such a fun movie and i saw it when i was young and so it just i had this imprint from it just like thinking you know oh, this is hilarious just, you know i think i saw i might i'm i may have seen it in the theater so okay. sorry for that well, uh wait, it's possible or out. i could it just be 89 i believe okay so but maybe not because I don't think I was old enough to see PG. I, I wasn't old enough to see PG 13. So who knows? But, uh, either way, I saw it, I saw it often and I loved it. Uh, it was hysterical and, and, you know, from, from, and, and just, it was very quotable. So like my friends and sure. I would, would often quote the, the movie and even to this day with my, I teach music lessons and all, I still say beef oven every now and then to kids, they don't, they, you know, they don't understand, but, uh, but I still say it, uh, you know, and, it, there's just certain like a little bit of magic in that in that movie and George Carlin and uh, Alex Winter and obviously the immortal Keanu Reeves uh who everyone has universally decided uh is the one thing that we can all agree on is glorious in this great universe <laughs> and and for good reason I love sure. me some Keanu um so this was uh and and you learn you're learning the whole time very historically accurate uh, right down to the time travel uh so uh if you've never seen it if you're and and if you're young you probably haven't uh this is one i would recommend also one that is not available on any of the streaming platforms i checked but i do it's have not? this on dvd if anyone wants I to come by this? and borrow it
0: i wonder how i watched this huh. i wonder maybe, maybe i looked at the wrong ones i don't maybe, know. Maybe, maybe it was like on one of those random channels like the roku channel or something like that but
1: maybe so. It could have been on there and then they take them. They, they come on and off. They they, they, do. they, they tell you it's streaming. Oh, you never need to buy movies anymore. And then they put things on and they yank them away. Just when you're making a, a podcast about wanting to watch a movie. They <laughs> yank it away.
0: It's true. Now, this is a it's a super charming movie. It's just it is. Very it's, charming. It's fun. And it's, you know, pretty like it's just it's just it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. It is fun Even to Even for how, how dated all the styles and everything is, it's still, yeah, it's a, it's a good one. Good choice, Charlie.
1: Yeah. Hey, be excellent to each other. words to live by?
0: All right. All right. What do you, what's what's, what's number your number eight? Number eight. I don't remember what my number eight is. <laughs> oh, here we go. Hey. It's not a space one either. No. Number eight, huh? Ooh. Why? Mm-hmm. Is that too low?
1: I go back and forth on this one. Okay. Is it on my list? Yes, it is. Is it higher on my list? Yes, it is. Can I? Did did I contemplate not putting it on my list at all? Yes, I did. So, uh, you know, hard for me to say. This was the hardest one for me to, A, decide if I want it on, and then, B, decide where there to put it.
0: it. So,
1: well, I eventually just, I slotted a lot. If bit. it's
0: on your list, then... Let's let's hold off on talking about it until it okay. until it shows up on yours. But there's my number eight, the Matrix. The first one, gotta gotta specify that. First one. That's fair. All right.
1: All right. Your so number, to number eight. Eight then
0: i I'm gonna laugh if it's Matrix. Oh, the, I thought about putting this one on.
1: So, uh, look, James Cameron and sci-fi. So good. It's like a, He's a beautiful so match made in heaven.
0: He's so good at sci-fi.
1: And uh, some of you may know him from, uh, you know, his movies like Avatar and of course, the Terminator franchise um, uh, and the Aliens and franchise, aliens. Uh, all of which are great. And we could just make a whole top 10 James Cameron sci-fi film uh, list. Oh,
0: we should do that.
1: And this was like, I, when it came to the, so I wanted to put a James Cameron one on here and I, and so I, I'll give a little bit of a spoiler here. I don't have any of the Terminators on my list. Okay. And that was hard for me. Cause I love T2. Uh, and really, that franchise is fun, although, although, like, T1, T2. Yeah. <laughs> there are the other ones. Yeah. You
0: could leave them. Take them or leave them. You, you could
1: leave them. So, I, but I didn't want to like overload on camera. And so I, I thought, okay, I'm going to put this is, this is a great movie. This, th- my list is really also top 10 sci fi movies that my wife has never seen. Uh, and so I, <laughs> these are just <laughs> the ones that I want to show her. Uh, like the abyss is like an underwater like it's, it's great like you know we think of space as like this great unexplored you know area to tell stories and you know and then here's james cameron saying like yeah you know let's let's, let's go under under the water and the mysteries down below
0: he loves just, the ocean the way,
1: he does he loves if you, it. like if you even if you don't watch the movie watch the making of documentary like just watch like information about how they pulled off some of these incredible site uh, uh shots excuse me and the way that they built that huge like water tank to like film in. I mean, just incredible the way that, uh, really fascinating. This was one of the first laser discs that my father proudly bought this. <laughs> I've told that story about, yeah, come on, this is the future. They're so big. Um, <laughs> this will be around forever. Uh, so this is, he proudly brought it home and we popped that thing on and watched the special features. And it was just like, and, the, and look, the visual quality on, on the laser disc compared to VHS was Superb. just like, uh, it was it was tremendous. And Ed Harris and, and Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio and Michael Michael Bean, um, who was also in Terminator, uh, yeah. great just great cast and like just a really like the tension even before we get to anything of like so even some of the more sci-fi elements that come later, just the tension that there is that they build with this like underwater. Uh, these underwater sequences is just tremendous. There's some really like, you know, heart thumping moments, and you're just kind of uh, the opening sequence is like, like just intense and and just it, it just grabs you right away. Uh, so I look, I can't recommend this one highly enough. Like well, I guess I could because I could recommend it higher than my eight. But, <laughs> so I, I recommend it eight much. Uh, no, but it's it's just a really like. Neat film, like neat film. A terrible way to describe it. I think it's a really important film, and I think the way that he, the way that he made this film is really special and interesting, and has influenced future films in a way that I think it's worth kind of just you know, learning about it and seeing seeing it for yourself. Really cool film, uh, and I'll leave it at that.
0: Also, a score by Alan Silvestri.
1: Oh, you love your Alan Silvestri scores. I do I
0: do love my Alan yeah, Silvestri?
1: The music was awesome. It really was. Great. was
0: now are Something. are you a director's cut guy of this movie with that added ending?
1: There are two movies on on my list at least where I I there's a director's cut and a regular cut and I don't know which one I like better and this is one of them. The director's cut I don't I don't have a good answer. I I, I I'm glad that I've seen both. Sure. I don't know which one I would consider to be canon. Okay. I don't know. What about you? You like that director's cut ending?
0: I mean, I I remember watching this as a kid, you know, on VHS, oh, where so there young. was no director's cut. And then I saw the director's cut much later. I mean, I, it was probably, like, when DVDs came out, you know, right? far, far later. Um, so it was just different. I think the non-director's cut just kind of holds a special place because... I mean, I remember we would go to the video store and and rent this VHS, and, like, my whole family loved it. And so we would just rent it, like, all the time. (laughs) Like, you know, kids who can just watch movies over and over and over again. Like, that was this movie for us, as we could watch it over and over and over again. And so I I have more memories of the non-director's cut. And so when I did eventually see the director's cut, I was like, well, that's interesting. You know, I... And, and and maybe that's like the cop out answer. It's it's kinda like the it's similar to you. I don't know. I, I don't I don't know which one I like yeah. better.
1: I think there, I think there's like a lot of I think there's a lot of that when you get used to when you get used to something. Like and then and then you see a new cut of it. Uh you know, even like something like Star and we're not supposed to talk about Star Wars, but Star Wars were you know, they go back and they're adding little scenes in to the old to the original Star Wars, and mm-hmm. and maybe that was like cleaner to his vision. And if that had been the first time we'd ever seen some of that, maybe it makes sense. You know, a little added dialogue, a little scene here, a little scene there. You remember that when they when they re-released the original trilogy with like extra footage?
0: Yeah, in like '97, when they they yeah. they started to change things. Yeah,
1: that was I. I didn't. I was like, man it's, it's hard when you're when that, you're just yeah. you kind of use you get used to like ha- having something some way there are by the way some great director's cuts of things that you know really do improve this one i i don't know that it like improved things it just made it different sure
0: i wonder if amy has ever seen this one
1: she is not um oh, oh your wife amy okay. i get
0: amy. confused too many amy's amy never never enough amy's all right it's true Number seven. Number seven? What's my number seven, Charlie?
1: Uh, something with space, I'm guessing. Is it the Abyss?
0: Oh, it's Jurassic ah. Park. <laughs> see, be- because we're we're doing it in this format, normally I just have my list just in front of me so I can see what's coming. <laughs> doing it this way, I have no idea what's coming. I, it's, it's, it's as much a surprise to you as it is to me. So, Jurassic Park. Oh, man, this is... A- I saw this movie in theaters, and I was—this was 94. Was Did this come out in 1994 or 1992? 93, I believe. Was it 93? So 93. So average the two. So I was 11? No, yeah, yeah, 10 or 11 um, when this came out. And boy, this movie scared me. Oh boy, I was so scared by this movie. Um, but it is it is so good. It is so good. Just uh, the the technology that they had at the time it, that you you watch it now and you're kind of like, eh, you know, like that was that was great for 25 years ago. But you know, even still, like the the CG dinosaurs, they still look good, and they and they do, they aren't all CG, which is great. Like there are practical effects there. The idea that you can find dinosaur blood in the ember, in the mosquito in the ember, and e- extract that, and make dinosaurs, and make this park, you know, it's, and, and then you got Dennis Nedry, who's sabotaging the whole thing and trying to steal it in the shaving bottle, and oh man, this movie's great. I started watching this with my kids here recently. Uh, we didn't finish it, because we had to do something else. But I was right. so excited to, like, sit down and watch it. <laughs> we, like, stopped at the T-Rex part. And so, like, right as it was starting to kind of get moving. Um,
1: and then he's going to eat all the children. So let's just go ahead and pause here. And you guys can have some nightmares. <laughs> we'll pick it up in a few years. No big deal.
0: I know. I was, like, I was like, how far do I let them watch? You know, like, up before that, it's cool. It's the brontosauruses. It's the triceratops, you know, like you know we get like the raptor scene and stuff like that but yeah, yeah. no this is yeah, this is still like a really good movie it's a movie yeah. that i think holds up the story holds up it's just it's so good the score oh my gosh um yeah. this was i got john williams kids pretty good real up and comer this was <laughs> the first cd i ever bought it was, it was jurassic park you're so cute so
1: yeah Bro- brody used to we, you you get in brody's car and you know we back in the day the technology to have like an mp3 player attached to your stereo was like pretty awesome and so we'd have like some kind of shuffle device on there and it was all soundtracks <laughs> you know so you just you're just driving along it's and it's and it's you know it's danny elfman or it's uh, you know it's goldsmith or John, you know yeah. zimmer or, or horner or you know just like oh okay here's the big fish soundtracks coming up here we go
0: oh that's <laughs> yes. such a good soundtrack oh that's such a good soundtrack <laughs> oh gosh oh. it's so
1: fun we, we should do a top 10 sound uh scores like that we would should. be a fun list we should
0: that would be a really fun one
1: so i was i was talking to, to my son dave my oldest son about uh about this uh podcast oh we're doing sci-fi movies that aren't star wars and and I was, I was pepper, you know, because he's. Uh, I've showed him actually the the newer Jurassic Park. So we've watched the
0: oh the Jurassic the World two, uh, ones.
1: Yeah, Jurassic World. Excuse me, um, but he hasn't seen this one. I was like, oh, you know, oh, we should watch that the original Jurassic Park. And he's like, yeah, like, <gasps> why don't you want to watch it? He's like, well, Dad, there's just a lot of talking, and. I'm like, and I'm like, well, how do you know there's a lot of talking if you've never seen it? Oh, you're busted! And and then he looks at me and he's like, with with the eyes that only come from from someone truly <laughs> judging you for being an old old man. And he says, Dad, in all of those old movies, there's a lot of talking.
0: Oh <laughs> man!
1: So he knows he's already learned that all these all these movies, you know, these pre two thousands movies, before before all the MCU stuff, they used to write a lot of this dialogue <laughs> business. <laughs>
0: Yeah, now it's character development action. stuff. We're just
1: get, <laughs> no, let's get rid of this. Uh, so, and and uh, there, thought, and there, there is talking. Funny.
0: There's a lot of explaining, and, and there
1: is a lot of exposition. There's, yeah, there, there's, there's
0: you just it's based
1: on a novel, and they really do take their time. It sure. this is a great movie. This one, this one, and the Matrix. Like I, I, I went on my list, and I was like, okay, Matrix is it? Nah, 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 I'm gonna put Jurassic Park. in. Nah, this is a great franchise. Although there are definitely some uh, Vince Vaughn movies in there that aren't so good All right, did you, you you've seen have you seen two and three uh, Jurassic park no they, they both don't have vince vaughn it wasn't uh vince vaughn in three or was he in two i forget now uh i i don't th- he
0: i think maybe three i don't think he was in two because two was focusing on jeff goldblum and like his random daughter that showed up that could do gymnastics okay
1: the the sequels were not great <laughs> and that's no. the theme that's hey. No, it's not like the Matrix had
0: good sequels. Yeah. So they did one, two, three, and, th- right. and then they did Jurassic World and Jurassic World 2, which I haven't seen the second Jurassic World. I'd, I'd really like to. I think it's on HBO. I just need to get HBO
1: apparently. Everything's on HBO Max. <sighs> Subscribe now. Yeah. Tell them Talk Talk Punch sent you. So, uh, be like, Who?
0: <laughs> sponsored by HBO Max. I wish. Sponsored. Give me a subscription, and then I'll sponsor you.
1: And I know. I. We tried to get a Hulu uh, Hulu uh, <laughs> subscription Talking talk about Hulu so much, but
0: not yet. <laughs> All right. Charlie, your number seven is The Matrix. My number seven is The Matrix. Which you and I saw together in theaters.
1: Yes. In, and in can 90- I tell... 99? 99. All right. And when I saw this with you in theaters, my girlfriend was out of town. And when she found out that I saw this without her, I had to have an hour long phone call where she was like yelling at me and just just taking me to the woodshed for just for seeing this without her. And then she got home from her trip and specifically went to see it without me. With <laughs> so a special place in my heart for the Matrix. <laughs>
0: Oh, I, I uh, remember when we surprisingly, went Surprisingly, that relationship did not work out. I remember when we went to see this. I, I had no idea what this was. We just kind yeah. of went to see it. And then, like, just mind was blown on walking out. Like, this was amazing.
1: Yeah. And I can understand. Look, like, I can understand why. This, this is this interesting movie. Like, people loved it. And then some time passed. And then people seemed to think it was terrible. And then some more time passed, and now I think people think it's good again. It's kind of like eggs—good okay. They're good for you, they're bad for you, they're good for you. Uh, the passage of time. Look, are, are the leather-clad outfits a little, a little, a little much at times? Maybe. Uh, is it a perfect like? Is it a perfect script? No. no. Are the sequels real bad? Yes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but this, at the time, if you caught it when it first came out, oh man, man. It was a game changer. And it really kind of like redefined the genre in a lot of ways. And it just was, it was mind bending and the action was great. And did I mention Keanu Reeves, universally beloved? Uh, and this was like perfect for him. Everyone used to joke cause he like, he, cause he had these roles when he was younger where he was kind of like, whoa. And then now he's like a guy who really doesn't know much. So he's like, whoa,
0: yeah.
1: Neo. Uh, and he was just great. And by the way, he's a really good actor, plays the bass. Nice guy, we've hung out, It's no big deal. Um, we're sponsored by Keanu Reeves, actually. For the whole podcast. So.
0: <laughs> He's our financial it, backer. Look,
1: you're probably in one of two camps. You've, you've probably seen The Matrix and have feelings about it one way or the other. Maybe you don't like it. Maybe you love it. Or you've never seen it, like my wife. And you're going to watch it and be Amy. like... me. I'm telling you. I, I kind of bounced a few of these off of her. She's like, should I watch that? Oh, uh, <laughs> She... I think she said she watched this when she was young, but she felt guilty watching it because it was. Uh, maybe I shouldn't be out in her personal business here, but PG 13. So, uh, Amy, if you're. I'm sorry, uh, Jeff and Jody, if you guys are watching this, your daughter pre 13 was watching a PG 13 film, but she did feel guilty enough that she did not enjoy it and blocked it completely from her memory.
0: Um, well, she's over 13 like now, so she should see it.
1: She is, by the way, definitively well over (laughs) thirteen. No, let's just make that clear. Uh, So she, uh, but but still youthful. Just but all right. Anyway, fully. So this movie, The Matrix. Conceptually it was really neat, and the, the effects of the time were just like super mind bending. Yeah. Now nowadays, if you watch it, you know you're you're gonna see. Yeah, okay, you know we, we do it better now in 2021 than we did back in 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 99. Yeah. Is that what we just said?
0: I think so. Yeah. So
1: you know, but but and it, everybody this is an important did movie. the bullet
0: time thing after this. It was it showed up oh, in, like yeah. scary movie Ooh. like like everybody did that. So it's yeah
1: it was it was just an i think it's just like a, like an important one a important cultural one and for me at the time because i did see it right when it came out it just was like instantly one of my favorites and then it, that that like my fervor for it has cooled over time which is why i struggle with putting it on my list or not but it's still there for now um and I, and i think it's got like some different meanings that you can kind of like look into it uh you know whether it's just like you know, the actual, you know, we're living in a matrix, it, which it does feel like sometimes like the, maybe we're like in 2020 kind of felt like, oh, like someone fell asleep at the computer simulation work, you know, things are, they just kind of left the, 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 the bad stuff on there for a while. But, um, yeah. you know, then you have like the just overcoming like what other people are telling you to be true, uh, you know, whether that's, uh, you know, d- dealing with your, your, your personal identity, your, your sexuality, your you're just, you know, your lifestyle choices. There's just like an element of like overcoming just like what someone else has decided is reality or truth and finding who you really are in a universe. I think there's, there's just some like nice universal themes to that. Even if like some of the, you know, the philosophy of this is a little flawed in some, in some ways, but
0: know. Right, it's cool. Well, cool and flick. and this, if you've never this...
1: seen it, Amy, watch it.
0: Yeah. Amy, watch this. Um, this was, I, I think this was one of the first movies that I really wanted to go back and rewatch and to find all the clues and find all the hidden stuff. And before that, I don't think I had really experienced a movie that had done that, that it felt like there were hidden things throughout the whole movie where you could pause a frame and see something in the background that was... Mm. Then you're like, oh, well, that was, you know, pointing to this and stuff like that. Right. And that was... That was a big thing uh, that really got me really interested in looking at at all of these movies and and kind of how they're made and and things like that. Um, Yeah, this was was great. I, I would imagine that kind of the luster wore off when they came out with the sequels. And then the sequels kind of just took things to like, I don't know, weird places that I don't think anybody... Quite connected with. Um, or we're kind of. Yeah, it's
1: certainly not, not in the same way, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Some of that magic was gone after the, a little
0: after bit, the first one. A little bit. But,
1: but they're making a fourth one, so we'll see.
0: They, they are. They are. I'm really curious to see why. Um, like, <laughs> did they really have a story that they wanted to tell? They seem to wrap it up pretty well. Like, <laughs> I mean. And, Interestingly enough.
1: um, uh, So what were you saying? Did you say something? No. I thought you were my ear. Oh, I was going to say Hugo Weaving, by the way, who who played uh, Smith.
0: Agent Smith. Yeah.
1: Has there ever been someone who was like less recognizable that's made as much money in big franchises as this guy? Because he's also in the the Lord of the Rings.
0: if you don't know who he was in he was in marvel he was he was uh red skull in the first captain america i mean the
1: guy's just like cash and checks as a character actor doing real well
0: (laughs) absolutely absolutely all right a bit of a
1: digression from from the four so all right go ahead on on on, onwards and upwards
0: number six what's my number six ah Ah, the fifth element (laughs) oh man it
1: wouldn't be a podcast if we weren't talking about the fifth element
0: oh my goodness this movie this movie is so sci-fi it is so sci- it is so action sci-fi with funny elements and you've got aliens and it's in space probably the rest of my picks are probably going to be in space is my guess
1: um, <laughs> you had what you had one non-space <laughs> two i had
0: matrix <laughs> in jurassic park give me, oh i guess give that's,
1: that's true by. dinosaurs in space that's that's the next jurassic <laughs> that's, uh, that's the
0: you next, know. <laughs> is jurassic space station <laughs> Jurassic space park yeah that i, I love it oh but fifth the, element the elements on it. oh man you get you get the the prophecy stuff you get aliens you get uh superior beings with lilo you have bruce willis and gary oldman you have space fights and space operas and you have yeah. just just like chris tucker chris tucker You have laser blasters and you have just it is it is such a sci-fi movie i love it it is and it's it's on like the it's it's more on the action sci-fi side there are some that i know that are for sure on my list that are more on the drama sci-fi but this is like this is so action sci-fi and I'll probably say this for like the rest of my list, because I'm going to get excited every time something <laughs> pops up and I'm going to be like, oh, this I is like, such a sci fi. I movie. love
1: I love that. Not only do you get to be surprised by my list, but you get to be surprised by your own
0: list. I do. <laughs> like, I hey. do. I, f- I forget what Fifth was Element. on it. What a great th- th- it. It pops up and I'm like, oh, I get to talk about Fifth Element. Oh, man, this is oh, so cute. I, so cute. I remember seeing I saw this one in theaters and this and then like as so soon cool. as it came on to DVD, I, I bought it. And, and you just watch it, and like whenever, back when I had TV, whenever it was on TV, it's like, oh, let's just watch the fifth album. Um, yeah. It was, a, it, there was never a sequel to this, which I yeah. was surprised. Or a Lego video game. This would have made a great Lego video it game. It would have been a really good Lego video I, I would have taken just some Lego sets of, of this. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, like get the, get the cabs, get the spaceships, get Get the 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 big alien guys. Um, I'm surprised you didn't name any of your kids after any of the characters in this movie. Dallas. Yeah. yeah. Look, Cor Corbin. Corbin it's Dallas. A lovely name. Lilu. Was it L- Lilu? Lilu? Yeah. Lilu. Lilu. Uh, multipass, multipass. So yeah, this. Multi
1: multipass Hansen was is like a Multipass pass You guys have if you guys have a fifth kid. Oh, multi-pass Hanson over oh, that's, here!
0: That's not Hanson. That, that that's not happening. Um, <laughs> so yeah, this boy—if you have never seen Fifth Element, it's fun. This watch it. this movie feels timeless to me because it is set in a future setting that is just kind of this bonkers future setting where it is kind of bonkers. <laughs> there's just there's just like there's just stuff. Like everywhere, and there, there's just yeah. these crazy ideas that, you know, it it. I I want to say this came out in like ninety seven, maybe. Like it, it's it's been a while since this came out, because you and I didn't see this in theaters together.
1: No, I think I I want to say ninety five. I'm I'm looking up right now to see. No, it wasn't ninety five. Nope ninety seven. Ninety seven. You're right. You're right. You're right
0: um so for for it to be 97 like it is still so watchable it is you can still watch it you can still enjoy it nothing feels like hugely dated you know like a lot of times you can watch a sci-fi movie and it's set in the future but it's got like a lot of like the modern stuff and you're like wow that was clearly like 1997 future you know but talking
1: on phones that you can hold in your hand.
0: (laughs) But this one, oh gosh, oh go watch this movie. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. I want to go watch it. I want to stop talking to you right now and go watch. Go watch Fifth Element.
1: <laughs> and wh- I, I knew this was going to be on your list, which is why it's not on mine. Oh my oh, god. Okay. This, this, so since I had, I was having some trouble with uh, putting things on my list. I was like, Ah, oh, Brody's guaranteed. There hasn't been a list where he has to put the Fifth Element on. <laughs> 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 All right, a top so, ten rom com. South Fifth Element. Ah, oh, there yeah. we go. All right. It's
0: totally a rom romantic comedy. <laughs> All right, Dark City. Right. I don't know if I've Dark ever seen this movie. Dark City.
1: So I mentioned that I wanted to put some on that maybe people uh, were a little less familiar with, like little little flicks like The Matrix. Um, <laughs> no, but, so uh, yeah. So look, this is a gr- this is a great like noir sci fi film and it is very dark and very um like just really cool visuals really like you could see um even some like uh you know maybe maybe it had some influence on a young christopher nolan um this came out a year before the matrix and there are definitely some like hmm. elements of this that are echoed in the matrix okay. now whether that was like purely coincidental or whether there was some influence, whether the, you know, visual and the, and the actual storytelling, uh, I I don't know. I can't say for sure. Uh, but it it is not a movie that you would put on in the like Fifth Element, a romp. You could put that on and just kind of you know and pay attention. But also like you know, you know you have a you know scroll a little on your phone. You can look up at the movie. You shouldn't I and mean, watch the movie. This one you if you're gonna watch it, it it's a little it's it, it's subtle. It's it's got some. It's it's a little dark. Which does, by the way, I'm not saying that was that's what makes it better than the physical, but uh It just like it, it's like if you're gonna watch it, you gotta watch it. Otherwise, you're gonna just be bored and mm-hmm. confused. So you gotta you know you're gonna have to pay attention. It's definitely not a like if you're sleepy. Like when I made the mistake of trying to watch Inception like at one in the morning, and I was oh, like, geez. all right, and I kept falling, <laughs> I kept falling asleep. Uh, not the movie for for when you're tired because uh, uh, you can't just pick it right back up. Have to go back, featuring a young Kiefer Sutherland and yeah. Jennifer Connelly, uh, Rufus uh, Sewell, uh, and some other some other folk, um, but like a really interesting script, a really interesting premise. Okay. Um, and this is one where I do think the director's cut. This is the one where I can't decide which one I like better. Okay. The director's cut kind of like holds back more of the mystery, and with it, like this kind of like noir feel to it. Like I, I do think the mystery element is important. And I think maybe the theatrical cut like gives a little too much away too quick, okay. So you can kind of so you're not kind of like lingering, which maybe is better if you're just kind of watching it in passing or accidentally, just so kind of like you get hooked a little bit more hooked or grabbed. But if you are intentionally watching it or borrowing the DVD from me, it will be the director's cut uh, for your first viewing, and it is uh, worth it's worth a watch. Uh, this isn't one that uh, like. It's not higher on my list because it's not one that I. Yeah, you have to be in a mood for it. This is not a put on anytime kind of like ah oh, ah yeah. So it's, it's a Thursday. I'm gonna watch Dark City. Uh, you, you you gotta you gotta be in the mood for it. Uh, so, uh, but it, I it, I think it's I think it's it's beautifully shot. Uh, I think it's like the visuals are really are really neat and I just very different. It's very different uh, film than a lot of the other ones on my list. So. Is this streaming worth, worth anywhere? seeing? It is not. So, like most of the things on my list, you may want to watch them, but you can't. <laughs> Making it hard on the people. I'm try I, I try. I It's funny because I looked. I looked specifically for some of these ones before. I'm like, okay, I got to see. Hopefully, they're on something. <laughs> Come on, be on something. Be on. Everything's on HBO Max. Be on HBO Max. Maybe they're on like. I don't have Stars or Showtime or, okay. uh, you know. So maybe, maybe they're on one of those gotcha. or peacock for some reason i don't i don't know cbs all access too many streaming platforms i've been
0: using peacock actually it's it's been pretty good is it oh we'll talk later all right (laughs) number five what's it gonna be i'm so excited it's my top five favorite sci-fi movies charlie (laughs) who knows oh robocop oh Oh, robocop you rascal Oh man, part man, part machine, all cop. This is this is like one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, I saw this when I was way too young. Uh, it is incredibly violent. But how many it, times does he get shot in the intro scene? <clears throat> too many to count. <laughs> too many. Too many. Um, this is this is such a good movie, and it is. Oh, and it's not in space. I was wrong. I thought the rest would be in space. Uh-huh. This one is very uh. clearly on Earth. Did he ever go to space in any of the sequels? I don't think so.
1: Uh, that's a missed opportunity. Even even Leprechaun got to go to space. I know. Freddy and Jason got to go to space. So I I
0: know. I... No, Robo- dinosaurs Robo- in Cop space and RoboCop.
1: If you're listening out there, movie executives, RoboCop in space and maybe he a crossover with the dinosaurs and he's like policing them in space.
0: Oh. They should have hired RoboCop to be on Jurassic Park. Man. Somebody write that movie, please. <laughs> oh man. But this this movie, this movie is it is funny. It is <laughs> a bit shocking at the level of violence that there is. It's um pretty gratuitous. <laughs> the the commercials that they splice in are great. It are pretty, this, this is fun. one where it is it's like the opposite <laughs> of my point with uh, Fifth Element, where where I said Fifth Element is like a future, but you couldn't tell that it was like 1997. This one was like right. made in the 80s, and it takes place in the future. I want to say it takes place in like the, the 2000s, um, but it's still like like the styles are so 80s and everything right. else. And it, it just makes it great. It makes it so good. Um,
1: what, yeah. what, age, what age do you, are your kids going to need to be for you to sit down and show him RoboCop, is this like a coming of age thing when the, they hit like so, so sixteen? You're gonna sit them down.
0: That's gonna be probably up to Amy, because
1: because if it were up <laughs> like, to like, I already I already showed it to them all. If, <laughs> They've already seen it.
0: If it were up to me,
1: Amy, if you're watching this. He, busted, he has shown every I not, single one of your children RoboCop.
0: I have not, but I cannot wait to show them. I have a list of movies that I cannot wait to watch with my kids. That, if you freeze frame it here, you
1: can see his body slowly melting in the acid. Uh...
0: Um, oh, you mean RoboCop? The guy that, that, that gets covered in toxic waste and then gets hit by a car and just explodes? It's <laughs> yeah. so good. It's so good. I love this movie. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't know what else I could say. This is one of my favorite movies of all time.
1: All right, love it. All right, number four. So my, number fi-
0: my number five. My number oh, five. My five. Number, sorry, no. I've never seen this one.
1: Okay, this is a fantastic sci-fi movie, and, and it takes place in space. And I've never seen it. It takes place in space. Uh, well, technically on the moon, but um,
0: <laughs> damn, which is in space. <laughs> you no, know I'm just
1: saying. Well, so is Earth. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right? We're all in. It's just not. It's not. like He's not like on a spaceship flying around. I mean, the Earth is in uh, is ju- in just as much space as the Moon. In fact, more technically. All right. Anyway, um, this is one of the movies on my list that I cannot talk about because this is a you gotta you gotta go into this. You gotta watch. it. You gotta trust me. Okay. Sam Rockwell gives one of the best performances that i i have seen uh he is fantastic in this uh and it, and it is a dynamic performance and you're gonna have to take my word for that because i will not tell you more about the film and you the mystery is important here or and it's not even a mystery just the way that it unfolds uh is important so i cannot i've already said too much hmm. uh, so i will say this this was shot on a, on a small budget this was not a big big budget Hollywood film and it is incredible what they were able to accomplish uh if you you know look at look at the budget look at look at what they were able to do and, and it's just like that you know it doesn't have like that big bloated uh you know cost of some of the other uh, Hollywood films and you may think who the heck is Sam Rockwell uh well you know what watch this and enjoy the revelation that is this performance uh and if you're a fan of sci-fi uh you and you haven't seen this then I I question your sci-fi fandom Brody I know oh, I'm scared. but you should but you really should see it and uh, it is streaming uh, nowhere so oh, gosh I was going to ask where is it streaming <laughs> but like like I I know I'm being it it seems like I'm being coy or whatever but really like this is a movie I saw for the first time on an airplane I had no idea what it was about I just was you know I was on like a like a flight I think to like the Philippines so I was like, I'm in for like a 12 hour flight. So I'm watching just whatever movies they have on the on the thing uh, oh, he was. okay before before our, our, our layover. So I, I popped it on. I knew nothing about it. Never heard of it and was just and to enjoy a movie on an airplane is difficult because it's a, a small screen sure. and B, you're on an airplane. And it's uncomfortable. So uh, and then to be able to rewatch it later uh, after having seen it once, it's a totally different experience. Which is why I'm trying very hard not to spoil anything. So, and if you watch it once, and then
0: watch it a second time, and you'll think me. If you're wondering who Sam Rockwell is, he was Justin Hammer in Iron Man Two. Correct. I had Correct. to confirm that on my phone because I was like, I'm pretty sure it is, but I don't want to say that without. <laughs> Who's Sam Rockwell? Yeah, he, you know, he hasn't gotten
1: that. as many leading man roles as he, uh, he's he's talented, yeah. and he uh, it's this I, I wish I really wish, you know, maybe maybe we can have a spoiler filled episode after you finally see this and we can just jaw it up because or or a private conversation would be great as well because I'm anxious to talk with this about someone, but I can't show Amy because uh, she's she not on streaming right now and uh, I can't find my D V D so hmm. uh Yep.
0: Yeah, I like to watch this one. It's a space movie.
1: You should. Space movie. Number Check it out
0: for Oh, what's it going to be? I'm trying to think. I know what my number one is. I
1: think... Is this Jean-Claude Van Damme? Is this Time Cop? It's got to be Time Cop. I'm guessing Time Cop.
0: I don't think it is. I think... I think I know what it is. Oh, I was right. Okay. Yep. Terminator (laughs) 2, Judgment Day. This was one that I was back and forth with uh, on that... Which one do I do do I do the first one or do I do the second one? I would right. say that the first one might even be a little more sci-fi than this one uh, but this one I just think is is a better movie um, agreed I, I am a I am a huge fan of Terminator 2 I this was another one that I saw when I was way too young. I think I was nine years old when I saw this in theaters which is much too young. I have a nine-year-old right now. I cannot imagine taking her to see. You this can't in the imagine theaters. showing
1: her fully nude Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, come on,
0: in the theaters, in the theaters. <laughs> but this movie is so good. It is. You've got the time travel. You've got the the T one thousand. That is amazing. It was amazing back in the day. It is still super cool. You've got. It is. You've cool. got like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Which, would you say that this is Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime? I would say that. I would say that.
1: Like, I mean, maybe, I don't know, you could argue the prime of his life or his physique or whatever. But I think at the height of his movie star at the powers. At the
0: height of, like, like action movie Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. You know, I'd say, like, maybe between Predator and Terminator 2. You know, maybe. Would be like the prime. I
1: think this is probably my favorite movie that he's ever made. So it's really good.
0: Um, But yeah, it's it's great. It's got the time travel stuff. It's you're you're dealing with with timelines. You're oh, and it's not in space. Not as many space movies as I thought there was going to (laughs) be. I know what two more on my (laughs) list are, and I know they're in space. I can't think of what the other one is. Um so yeah so th- this is great this is great if you haven't seen it i do recommend going and watching the first one first and then watching terminator 2 even though terminator 2 is better i think you still got to see terminator 1 it's still a great movie it's still important for understanding everything that's going on in terminator 2 after terminator 2 you're probably good with the Terminator franchise. I don't think you need to say any (laughs) more. Just just end it with this. It's gotten really convoluted. They've done, like, prequels and they've done, like, reboots where they're like, forget these other movies. I don't know. Just stick with one and two. You're you're golden. And this one especially. So good. This is such a good movie. All right. It's
1: funny. Look, this one is not on my list, but uh, but it, sh- it, it but it could have been and it should have been. This is uh, the picture of Edward Furlong with the bangs. This is the hairstyle that like changed my life. So, uh, <laughs> as as a young as a young boy, I uh, I thought that's the look. That's the yeah. look, and I grew my bangs. I could chew on them like I could just get a big full mouthful of bang uh they were at one point down past my chin so i'd have this big flop here and then i could flick it up or you know do it do it do it uh, whatever i wanted to it was it was it was a great time to have to be young and to have hair to be yep. young and have bangs
0: poor poor eddie Terminator furlong too he was he was like prime like puberty while making that movie his voice is cracking all over the place <laughs> poor guy that was, a, that was a really good movie.
1: I, I, I really wanted that on my list and I probably should have put it on my list, but I, I wanted to spotlight some other films. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, and, and keep in mind, just if you ever, if you do go back and watch Terminator 2, uh, it won't feel like mind blowing the effects that were in it. But at the time, at the time, that was, that was like just revolution. And James Cameron keeps doing this right at, With yeah. the abyss with, with, with this movie, um, the, the, what he didn't show you in Aliens, uh and then, of course, Avatar. Uh, you know, he just keeps kind of pushing boundaries.
0: Really cool, really cool stuff. So yeah, he just comes up with new technology. Yeah, at, at the time, there would have been nothing like what you see in in Have you ever watched Future Man, the TV show?
1: No. At some point, they go to James Cameron's house in the show. It's very funny. Uh, Is it real? That you can stream. Uh, I mean, it's it's not a it's not like a prank show. It's like a TV show. It's scripted.
0: Oh. It's not like a I documentary, mean, though, where they're going to, like... No, no. Talk to James no. Oh, I'm sorry. Kerry yeah. If he, if he,
1: it's a Seth, it's a, like a Seth Rogen vehicle. He doesn't star in it, but uh, he, oh, okay. he, like, produces it. Uh, very funny. Uh, very funny time travel future future man show. I hmm. recommend it. So if you're in the mood for a little sci-fi television, uh, I think there's, like, a tight three seasons. And I believe that is on Hulu. Hmm. So A Hulu okay, original.
0: All right. Number four, Charlie. Number four. Oh, I thought about putting this on my list. So, uh,
1: look, I, I went back and forth on if I wanted to include uh, animated, uh, as specifically this particular Pixar film. Because another in a future future podcast, we'll be talking about Pixar. Uh, I'll keep my thoughts brief. Um, this is just a, a wonderful science fiction film, and with minimal dialogue, it manages to make you fall completely in love with these characters and invest. To the to the point where i'm crying and I'm, I'm 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 all the way in um it it's sweet it's it's fun it's got like all of like a lot of these like wonderful staples of the sci-fi genre but like done in a way that i think is really inventive and cute and creative um this is uh, you know uh, recently uh, when my when my my youngest son was born um you know there's just a lot of times i'd be on you know night shift and so i just have him like kind of snuggled in my arms and I just wanted to watch like cartoon movies. You know, he's he's asleep. He's not, it's not like I'm showing my my one month old hey, watch Wally. You know, be great. <laughs> um, but this is this is one that I found myself watching multiple times, just like during those like night shifts, just because it made me happy, it brought like, you know, sparked joy in my heart. It's it, it this the rewatchability factor in this movie is very high, uh, and it is something that I've enjoyed uh, alone. It's something that I've enjoyed it, like. Uh, it's like it's a, you can make it a date film and it's certainly something you could enjoy with old family and it might be like one of the only ones on my list that kind of check those boxes exactly. Um, or there's like a kind of like a sweetness to it and there's you know some humor to it and there's some you know some tense surprisingly tense moments to it um but you know look I'm preaching to quiet. you've probably all seen wally this is not my my top 4 here are we're not we're not we're not we're past the ones that aren't available on streaming services no that's not true actually uh, none of the other ones are either. But this one is. You can find this one on Disney Plus.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is a great one. This is this is a really good one.
1: And that's it. So that, that there you go. What's your number what's your number three?
0: All right. Number three. I don't know what it's what it is. I'm trying to think. I'm pretty sure I know what my number time cup, two is. Time cup. Time cup. Pretty sure I know what my number two is. I know what my number one is. Oh, then I don't know what my number two is. I thought this was my number two. What is my number two?
1: I, I, think, I, I think I know what your number two is. Because I definitely know what your number one is.
0: Okay, well, Alien. This was the other one that I was like, ah, do I go Alien or do I go Aliens? It was yeah. really hard. This, the decision came down to what I thought was more sci-fi. I think *Aliens* is a fantastic movie. Another James Cameron. We talked about James Cameron in sci-fi. He is like the master of sci-fi. Um, sure. But this one, you know, Ridley Scott, and so th- this one is like on the spaceship. You've you've got the miners. It's on the spaceship. They go to the planet. They they're investigating the planet. You get the space jockey that no one knew what it was for years and years until they came out with like the prequel movie. Um, and then you've got the alien, and it's just moving through this ship. And and while aliens is like sci-fi action, this one is like sci-fi horror. And so, uh, yeah. you know, six in one, half dozen in another. But this is this is such a good movie. And the the special effects still hold up. The story still holds up. The way that it's shot is so good. There is a scene yeah. where... They are one of the characters is in like a shaft and they don't know where the alien is, and all of a sudden, the guy points his spotlight like his flashlight thing and the alien is just going like that. And like that is like burned into my brain because this was another one I saw when I was way too young, I was probably yeah. like. I was I was probably like eight or nine when I saw this, but like that. You did not have good (laughs) (laughs) parental restrictions on what we were watching when we were eight or nine. (laughs) Yeah, I I saw all
1: these too, and I I was was, oh Jaws at six. Why not? Let's watch it. Let's do it. Let's see. I was watching Nightmare on Elm Street at like like eight. Let's do it. Why not?
0: But like this is so well shot, and the ideas are are so well done, and. This is, it is, it is a phenomenal movie. It's, it is scary. And so if I, it's not one that I would be like, oh, if you haven't seen it, like, go watch it. If you don't like scary movies, you probably won't like this. It, it is, it is tense. It is scary. Um, But it is so good. It is so good. It's such a good sci-fi movie. Takes place in space. So it's got to be good. I'm I'm
1: a, I'm a little surprised this is on your list. Really? Just because I know, like, for those of you who don't know Brody, he does not like scary films at all. I don't. Uh. So I I, I didn't I didn't realize this uh, held a a tight place in your heart, but oh yeah. Um, have you played Alien Isolation on like the PS4? I haven't. I'm too scared. It's <laughs>
0: it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. You have to play. It. I heard you die a lot, and I was like. Sounds really scary. It, it it plays like the movies
1: where it's this slow burn with like lots of lighting and atmosphere and alien. tension and you're kind of just like moving through this game and yeah, it's like you're and you keep kinda of waiting for stuff to happen, but they're just they they do such a good job of delaying it so that you're not like it's not like instant action, so you have to kind of like get into the atmosphere of it just like just like the movie. And so it, it really does play play a little bit like that sensation of watching the film uh it's a very enjoyable game very good franchise um but yeah the, i think the i think i think you made the right choice i think the first one is like if you're gonna only put one on the list i think that this is probably the one although it doesn't have
0: game over man we're all it's gonna true. die
1: That's true good old billy paxton
0: and it did kind of you know the franchise did kind of go i in my opinion kind of downhill some with with more and more what was the
1: weekend? one with winona Ryder? was that that was the fourth six? one
0: That was Alien Resurrection, which I really didn't like. Um, How many are there? Because there's Alien Aliens, Alien 3, Alien Resurrection, and then there was Prometheus, and then another Prometheus, which I didn't see. I saw the first one, and I actually didn't mind it, but then there was another one, Alien Covenant. But then the aliens also showed up in Alien vs in A V P the Alien vs Predator. And then <clears throat> Aliens right. versus Predators, I wanna say. Um, that might be it. So what is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So I think there's eight. If you count the Alien vs. Predator okay. as alien movies. Which I mean the xenomorphs are in those movies, so Yeah. But yeah, it's, and that's a tough one to be like, oh, you, you know, the Terminator is an easy one to be like, watch one and two and you're good. Yeah. There is a story and that goes throughout the whole thing, and they are trying to. Even f- if
1: you haven't seen the movie, there is like that iconic moment of like the alien bursting through the guy's. Uh, Chess.
0: Yeah, if you've seen Spaceballs, then you you know what's going on. Which gets 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 spoofed
1: in a lot of things, and it was the cartoon one where then he pops out and starts saying "Hello,
0: my baby, hello, my honey." That was Spaceballs.
1: Uh, is that Spaceballs? Yeah, that was okay. Spaceballs. I couldn't remember that. Spaceballs, or robot chicken. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Same actor too. That that. It, <laughs> So it, it happens in Spaceballs, and he looks up and says, not again.
1: <laughs> I, also, I also did – I didn't, I, I meant to say this in the beginning. I didn't consider Spaceballs for this list because I felt like it was weird if we're having a no-Star no Wars fly zone to put, like, a spoof of a Star Wars Yeah,
0: I didn't even think movie, about that. I didn't even think about Spaceballs. But it is
1: enjoyable. Yeah, that's on my no-go no, no, no go list, but I wanted to give it a shout-out.
0: All right, are we on to three? We're on to three. All right, you're number three. Oh, Okay. Okay. This, now, not set in space. Not set in space. Very not. Yeah, this is a, a very different kind of sci-fi movie than yeah <laughs> than the rest of I, our like, list. I know. According <laughs>
1: to Brody, this probably isn't even science fiction. <laughs> but uh, the ability to erase memories, as as far as I know, is not is not a technology that has been invented. And no, this is a sci-fi. That particular. Okay. All right. All right. Well. I, okay. Uh, so this this movie is one that I think, for me, as I've gotten older, has become more and more profound. And one that I like to revisit more as, as like, an adult. Like, it came out in 2004. And I think there's there's an element of... without I don't want to reveal too much about the plot. I'll, I mean, I the basic idea is, you know, Jim Carrey's character. By the way, Jim Carrey as a straight man in this, fantastic. Like, really, really good job. And Kate Winslet is always terrific. Um,
0: straight man is, as, he, like, not a Ace Ventura-type character. Yeah,
1: he's not, like, he's not being liar liar
0: yeah. uh, bouncing off the walls and screaming yeah. yeah he's just
1: he just delivers a very a very good performance and and he's uh yeah and he and he had a few of these like more serious roles where he just you know he's a good actor and it just gets lost a little bit at times in his like rubbery personality um but uh yeah it, look this movie is at times heartbreaking at times romantic at times funny at times just profound and it uh is as you get older, like like when I was young, you kind of think a lot of like you, you carry traumas and pain in different ways uh, throughout your life. But when I'm when I was younger, I think there was a big part of me that always just thought, this will go away. Like just certain th- certain elements from my life, I just thought this will pass. And as you get older, you realize that a lot of that just kind of stays with you forever. And here comes this movie that poses you with the question what if you could just erase some of that stuff and, you know, how, how would that play out? And, and, and I, I, again, I don't want to give too much away because I really, if you haven't seen it, I think it's really worth a watch, especially, you know, just, just as an, as an adult, who's had, a, you know, just a lot of, you know, if you've had a lot of like, just, you know, pain in your life, I think it's interesting, an interesting concept to think through. And it doesn't really give you the answer at the end. It kind of, like how they end the movie doesn't like tell you this is this is what is going to happen in the future of these characters. It just kind of gives you like a story and it kind of wraps it up and leaves it for you to imagine what what's next for the characters. Did the, you know is life good? Is, does it just does the cycle repeat? Do they get back into the same you know habits and trappings that caused them all that pain in the first place, or do they grow and learn and change? So I, I just the way that it was shot is really interesting. The, like the way that the story is told, I think is really unique. Uh, and really fun. And Coffin and, and does always does a good job of that in his movies. He's got just some weird quirky films that are really fun to watch. Um, so I, like, I just really love this and I love it more now uh, than I even did then. This is just one that has gotten better and better for me. I think it holds up really well. And I think it's really worth a watch if you've never seen it. And even if you have seen it, but maybe not for a long time, I think it's worth a rewatch um, because I think life has a way of kicking you for a long time and you can kind of go back and just, it's, it's, it's an interesting way to like think through you know, do do I, do I want to keep the pain because it, you know the, it defines who I am now or are maybe some of those memories things I could scrub and then be an even better version of myself now because I don't have that baggage? Um, so
0: yeah interesting movie. Yeah, I saw this when it first came out and I remember being very sad at the end and, and <clears throat> that's probably why I, ha- I, I haven't ever revisited it, but it's not a sad ending. I remember being sad.
1: I can okay. Maybe maybe the movie That's left you with an overall wash I, I, of sad. I couldn't
0: tell you much else. I remember watching it and being like, "Well, that was depressing." <laughs>
1: <laughs> you you're so mature now. Go 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 for a rewatch. Uh, not available on streaming services.
0: Oh, well, of course. Welcome to Charlie's <laughs> list. Great movies you can't watch them. <laughs> the great
1: movies you'll never see, so you can't tell
0: if I'm lying. All right. Number two. I'm very excited because I don't know what my number two is. I'm, I'm trying to think of what it is. Can I, I make a guess?
1: It's, it's got to be Event Horizon.
0: I thought about putting Event Horizon on my list. You didn't put it on your list? That was on your top ten favorite movies of all time. No, it wasn't. It was 100% on that list. No, it was not. Don't, don't lie to me like that. I know, but I did I did think about it. Honestly, that was one of the first movies that I thought of when I was when I was building this Then is it the Prestige? No. I don't know. We'll see. What's my number two? (laughs) Oh. Oh a twist. A twist. I forgot about this one. Um
1: always a good sign for your second favorite all time (laughs) sci-fi film.
0: (laughs) Um So this one, I think, is such an interesting movie. Like, this movie's old. This movie came out in like 1968 and is dealing with and, and has all of this stuff that there was like nothing close. Like, there's video chat in this movie. There was no internet at the time. Yeah. like how did how did Stanley Kubrick come up with the idea of video chatting from space in 1968 like it's it's crazy to think and the artificial intelligence and things like that you've got Hal in there that that's that's doing stuff and is is messing with the station um, this movie is is wild it is very slow it it is It's, it's got weird stuff, but you know, like the, the ending is, is strange. Um, But like, and the beginning's weird too, but the, the middle parts where they're, where they're on the space (laughs) station, it's, it's, it's crazy to watch and to think because a lot of these concepts were, there, there was no prototype. There was no like reference for him to come up with this stuff. Um, right. even just having like a space station like that wasn't a thing back then um, you know yes we had gone into space by that point but the idea yeah. of like having a space station living on a space station doing all this stuff having an artificial intelligence like it's it it's it's wild to think and so because of all of that that's why i put it as my number two
1: all right i but i this is another one where if we were making a list of like best or most influential sci-fi this would be like maybe number one uh and for, for it's just not a, it's not among my my personal favorites for some of the reasons you mentioned uh but but i i can see why it's on your list and i think if you go online and look up any like real lists made by By movie experts this will be like number one or in the top five for sure it is a quality film and i think i think this falls into the category of just if you're if you're interested in film or sci-fi this is a movie that you have to see once sure and if you love it then then watch it again but at least once in your life you've got to watch it uh and and similar in a way like if you're a horror fan you have to see the texas chainsaw massacre you can't you know it it doesn't have you don't have to love it you don't have to think it's this amazing movie but you got to see it like like it's just uh, it's important. So, um, all right, that so I, that's what I'll say about that. Now, before you show the next uh, okay. movie, Brody, I, I do have a, a surprise visitor here, a special guest. Um, uh, this is uh, high school, high school Charlie. <laughs> look at look at those um, Eddie
0: Furlong bangs.
1: My wife sent me sent me a picture. I it's this is the the best picture she could find on a on a on a very quick uh, <laughs> quick look here. So. Ah, you know, this. Oh, the if I could just tell him how badly he's going to age, uh, <laughs> and hang on for those banks forever, you, you can't tell that there's a you know, the way that they kind of come down here. Uh, it this was slicked back, so they would have oh, okay. uh, unfurled unfurlonged to here, and the fur was long, so that's uh, there you go. High school Charlie Payne stopping by to say hello, kids. There you go. All right, so my, my number two,
0: all right, number two, ready? Let's see it. Oh my gosh, I had this on my list and and bumped it, and I was and I was like, "It's like," and I was like, "Do I put? Do I just think this because it's newer and I've seen it recently?" And so I and so I bumped it. But this was this was for sure on my list. This is a really good movie. This This is a really good movie. This is a really good pick.
1: This is really fun. Not on any streaming services, as far as I know. So uh, sorry about that again, but. Look, the aside from just a mess of a title, and I know, it was,
0: well, they changed I, it. I, it was in theaters under Edge of Tomorrow, and then on yep. DVD and Blu-ray, it was Lived I Repeat.
1: Yeah, and so I I found a I tracked down a poster that had both because why not? Uh, why, <laughs> in a movie that essentially is uh, you know a, gra- a little a little bit of Groundhog Day to it? Uh, why not have the world's longest t- title? Um, look this this movie is it's got, it's got all all sorts of action it's got all sorts of like fun like like it's some deep thinking moments some really well acted um the action segments are great i look i'm i'm a I'm a gamer we we talk about video games on here and and i feel like this is the closest to like like what it would be like to to live in a video game where like you know you go and then you're playing, you're playing and then you die. And then you take that knowledge of your experience and then you start again and play through again. Like when I'm playing Blood Rain uh, and there's no safe spots really. And you kind of like put your playing, playing, playing and then you die and it's like, ah, back to the beginning, okay. Um, it, like it's, it's, got, it's got a little bit, it's like a little sci-fi action Groundhog Day element to it. To but I feel like sometimes, sometimes gimmicks can really get in the way of storytelling, like in the way of narrative. Um, if, if you're relying too heavily on a gimmick And there have been lots of like these kind of like repeated day uh like whether film or tv shows stories where i think they just maybe relied a little too much on the gimmick and didn't develop the story enough and i feel like this movie really does a great job of like using certain like elements of that uh, of the living the dying and repeating and just telling a great story and making it really intense and compelling and fun and you know the action sequences are phenomenal and I can't recommend it highly enough. I think it's just a really fun sci-fi action movie, and you should you should all see it. And yeah. I'm, I'm so sad that you bumped it from your list, Brody. Look, look how sad Tom is. I, look at Tom. Yeah,
0: so sad. No, I'm gonna I'm changing my list on the fly. This is now on my list. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Excellent.
0: I don't know what well, place well, going <laughs> to.
1: When we wake up tomorrow, we have to redo this again uh, in a, in a loop. we will
0: then I'll remember and be like, no, it should be on my list. It, it, it is a really, really good movie. I missed it in theaters. That's good I to mean, hear. I missed it right when it came out, too. It it was a while until Amy and I sat down and watched it. And I, it, it was kind of like, oh, you want to watch something? Oh, sure. Oh, I, I kind of want to watch this movie. And then we watched it, and we both yeah. liked it. But it's it's a really good movie. I, just I think, f- And
1: I, I think one, one of the testaments to it is that it holds up on multiple viewings, which sometimes if you're using like a certain, certain mechanisms... And the storytelling sometimes is, is cool once, but not enjoyable again. And I think this movie does a good job of like being rewatchable, even if you have seen it before. You know, obviously, if something's rewatchable, you've watched it. But just that you can you can experience it again without it feeling like, oh man, this is boring. I, I gotta watch, I gotta watch him live the same day again and again and again. Much like Groundhog Day, I could just watch it again and again.
0: Fantastic. Yep. No, this is a, a really good pick. I approve. Okay, number one, mine is not a shocker. Not at all. Everybody knows my number one. Everybody who's seen any other video knows it's my number one. And that's Interstellar. Because it's one of my favorite movies uh, of all time. And it's a sci-fi movie. And it's a Christopher Nolan movie. Come on now. No surprises here. Everybody no knew surprises. It. Everybody knew it. You knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I did know it. I, I was, I was it building my list. somewhere, Brody? And I was like, uh, I think. I think it's on my, uh, the answer I don't is know. No, I don't know. It is not. It's because not. Because
1: I've, I've it's part, I have to watch it this year and I'm going to take it down to the wire. If it doesn't <laughs> pop up under the streaming service, I'm going to have to rent it in December because it's my new year's resolution to watch it in 2021. So oh,
0: if, if well.
1: I'm going to either have to buy the DVD or rent it. um, So uh, I will see this someday and we will have a whole after party podcast just to talk about my experience with it. Mm. Now you've talked about this one before, but you want to give just a. I've, a I've quick talked little... about it
0: before. I don't know. I don't need to dig super deep, but it's just it's sci-fi. Earth is no longer habitable. You got to find a new planet. You know, let's... there's a couple different options. You know, and what's the best way to get there is you know, go on a spaceship and and circle a, yeah. a black hole to kind of fling you to the to the planets and. Yeah, you know, there's there's part of it taking place on Earth and part of it's taking place on uh, the spaceship. Um, sure. There's there's robots. There's other planets. There's drama. There's it, Christopher Nolan. It's <laughs> it's just. Uh,
1: Would you be willing to say that it's a stellar cast?
0: Oh man, yes. Dun, 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 it's a stellar dun, dun, cast, dun, dun. stellar movie. It's good. It's good it's got a little bit of like the 2001 um kind of mystery stuff to it where you don't don't, don't spoil it where you don't quite don't understand spoil it. hey there's there's stuff that i don't understand in it that's all i'm saying okay stuff i don't get all right fair enough i don't get it i don't get it but i love it i love i'll
1: explain it to you someday love it so
0: there's there's my number all one right. shocker to everybody. My number one all right all my right. number one what's your number one you're gonna,
1: you're gonna hate it do you, I, know I know you hate this movie You hate this movie. We've talked about how much you hate this movie. So I know for a fact that you're going to be angry when you see
0: it. I don't know. Okay. Oh, come on. I don't hate this movie. Why do I hate this movie? You went out of your way to say
1: it's not even a sci-fi film. This is a sci-fi film because it is a time-traveling time machine that's a car that goes back in time. That's the whole movie. He's going back in time. That's it. If you take away the time machine, if you take away the technology, <laughs> there's no story. It's just a high school kid who's going to school and everything's normal. His dad's getting picked on by Biff, and he's just and he and he doesn't have weird feelings about his mom, and his mom's never had weird feelings about
0: him. No, you're right. This is this is. It's a near perfect movie. It's like this. All right. I had All to justify that... not putting it on my list somehow, Charlie.
1: <laughs> no, that's it's fair. It's fair. Um, and I, I can understand why people would gravitate. Like, if you're talking just strict, strict sci-fi, why people might gravitate more towards like the space side of science fiction. Because I do think that's. I, I'm surprised that neither of us had a Star Trek uh, movie on our list. I, but, you know,
0: um, I I had one on my honorable mention. I had uh, a okay. Wrath of Khan on there. I, and maybe we'll maybe we'll talk about some kind of honorable Khan! mentions at the end.
1: Uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about some honorable mentions. But look, this this look is. It, an old film, so most of you have probably heard of it or seen it, uh, but it is a fantastic, obviously, little film. Look, are there some plot holes? Sure, <clears throat> but uh, it is it is just a, a highly entertaining film. Michael J. Fox at the height of his powers, and man, he was he was just so good. His deliveries are so good, he's so charming, he's so fun. Um, this was an interesting movie, like, the, they filmed, like, I, I, I think they filmed basically all of the 1950s stuff with Eric Stoltz Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't, it wasn't good. Just and wasn't they, working. And they booted him. And I just feel like you never, you never hear about that. Like a movie to film that much. Like it wasn't like they, day one, he, Eric Stoltz walks in and is like, what's up? And they're like, mm, red hair. Get him out of here. Get the ginger out of here. Uh, but to film that, as much as they filmed and then to just to recast like that, that took some guts and, and you, they did you can it. you go watch those scenes. Off.
0: They're like on YouTube. They should not available.
1: mean af- after you finish this podcast, go check them out. Yeah, because some of you may be thinking, who's Eric Stoltz? Uh, but he's he's a good actor uh, is but Michael J. Fox. Come on. Uh, th- this is uh, a, fun, a fun franchise. I like all three films. Mm-hmm. I know uh, that, you know, two and three, two and three have their moments where it's a little hmm. But uh, but this is this is fun. I, I, I look I, and maybe maybe we can talk dad to dad here. This is one that I have not shown my kids yet, and the, just largely because of the, the the sex stuff with his mom, the sexual stuff, with I, the, the tension got, between I've him and his own. I've a funny
0: story to tell when, when you're done.
1: <laughs> oh, well, let's hear that right away because I don't want to let people's imaginations run wild.
0: <laughs> so I, we were drive we we went to visit family in Colorado, and we were we drove, and it's it's a, it's a sixteen hour drive or so. <clears throat> okay. And we have the D V D players built into the minivan and so I, I packed up a bunch nice. of a bunch of movies. And I, I put this this in and I was like, ah, oh, it's back to the future. I was watching this when I was when I was yeah. younger than my kids, you know. Um, <clears throat> and so we put it in and there's, there's quite a bit of language. Um and every time somebody said uh you know, a, a curse word or something like that. I could feel Amy look over, you know, cuz she's just in the passenger <laughs> seat. Every time, I feel her look over. And then we get to the point where he's he's like he wakes up in his his mom's bed in the 50s and his mom is like very much hitting on him and hinting at things and talking about having like a <laughs> sleepover and and I can just feel Amy like looking at me and what so we ended, up, we ended up we ended up just turning it off and we haven't revisited it i look forward to revisiting it <laughs> maybe in a couple years what's what's the right age for that i don't so know i i thought that you know <laughs> apparently not eight six four and three <laughs> get
1: your damn hands off of her uh, yeah i saw this young and 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 I, didn't, I don't remember ever thinking, boy, that's weird. Um, and I'm sure my kids wouldn't either. There is something to something being appropriate, like for an age group to watch, but also not wanting to necessarily be in the room while they watch it. Sure. Uh, <laughs> you know, I like. Do I want to field questions? So, so wait, that's his mom that's trying to to <laughs> dig up his underwear. There is that. Is that is that what we're doing here? Is that are we drawing those connections? You know. <laughs> Uh, oh, you're Calvin Kleins. Um, so anyway, uh, I, I do I do want to watch this one with the kiddos. I, I I can just hear my 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 little ten year olds and yeah. There's there's just a lot of talking in this film, so I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not sure he'd be into it anyway. But uh, th- man, this was so cool back in the day, and everybody wanted like, when <clears throat> are we getting? I uh, you know the the hoverboards. When when those came out, I remember we went on a class field trip to Universal we Studios, and we had someone who, one, by the way, yeah, and and we had someone there uh, who was who worked on the special effects for the film, and it's just you know big, you know, the whole school's there. We got hundreds of kids, and he's like, all right, any questions? And then like a hand goes up, and like, uh, yes, and he's all right. Uh, when are we getting hoverboards? And he's like, oh, you know, and then, and then another hand, what about the hoverboards? And what, are we, and like four or five questions about hoverboards and he's like, any non hoverboard questions? <laughs> and he's getting like more frustrated. And, and then you could just see hands and hoverboards and then, and then it was over. Oh. So it was just like the whole, he's like trying to show that how they did stuff and all these cool, like behind the scenes special. And all we cared about was give us our damn hoverboards. When are you, I want self-lacing shoes. I want hoverboards and I want it now. Where's my DeLorean? Uh, so it, yeah. The, I, I know, I know that's the second one, but uh, but just worth mentioning that I'm still waiting for my my hoverboard. I
0: I did drive a Delorean one time. They are hard to drive. They don't have power steering. You got to get so, up to 88. Did you get it? Did you get it up? That, I can't that high? imagine driving one of those cars that fast. And like, it was it. They are so hard to turn without that power steering because you are. Crazy cranking like it was it was so difficult to drive pro tip uh if you're
1: driving a car out there and you're going 88 miles per hour do not try to turn (laughs) regardless of what kind of steering system you might have (laughs) slow down before you take those turns don't listen to this guy
0: (laughs) hey he was just just making a point making a point
1: all right, all right, fair enough. All right, people, that's our list. You want to do some honorable mentions? Sure.
0: So honorable mentions. Let me, uh, where's, where's my list? Now I can actually bring up my list. Oh, man. Okay, so honorable mentions. I had Star Trek. I chose Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan. Um, sure. I was kind of between Wrath of Khan and the, just Star Trek, like the first one of the reboot um, from 20, 2000, was it 2009 or something like that. Um, I really like that one. I, th- I think that's a good one. Uh, I, I, f- I actually I felt bad doing a sci-fi list and not having Star Trek on my list. And so it was it was a,
1: yeah, I think that was that was interesting that we both kind of, look that's a that's, it's a franchise that I think is more like there wasn't like one movie for me that was like the movie. But it was like a really enjoyable franchise. And I don't know if sure. that's a, if that's the right you know a good way to say it, but
0: yeah, I remember we we saw a number of those together. Um, I do have Back to the Future on my honorable mentions. I have Total Recall. I have Inception. That was that was a, a tough one to keep off because I love my Christopher Nolan. Um, there's Edge of Tomorrow. I have the first Terminator. I have Aliens. I have Predator. Predator. I, I wanted to get in, um, but that one, you know, just kind of felt more action than sci-fi. <laughs> sure. Um, I had so the, th- the
1: greatest moment in sci-fi history.
0: Yeah, right. Um, the Thing was. I wanted to try to yeah. get the Thing on there. Uh, the that, Thing was on my honorable mentions. That's, that's a lot a, of those were actually. That's a really really good one. Um, Starship Troopers.
1: It's a yeah. great one.
0: <laughs> Still love Starship Troopers. That's, I think that I think that that movie has only gotten better with age for me. I remember seeing it in theaters. I think we saw that in theaters. I we saw it I think in we theaters. Did, yeah. And and it was like, well, that was interesting. Um, but like as the years have gone on, like it's just kind of gotten better. And then the last one that I had on mine was Minority Report. And
1: yeah, that was a that was a good movie. Uh, I I had like um, so, so so I had a lot of the ones that you mentioned, but also like Demolition Man. Oh, uh, I didn't
0: have, I didn't think of demolition. That's a good shout.
1: And then uh, Children of Men, which was just like a super dark one, uh, but like a really good like a really good film, but just not one that I want <laughs> I want to rewatch a lot. <laughs> um, uh, Equilibrium, I like. Oh, uh, that's Probably more good than I one. should.
0: No, that's that's a great one, man. I watched that a lot when Christopher when christian bale was cast as batman that's the one i referred to when i was like okay like i want to see like some action christian bale i want to see how he might yeah. be as batman and that's the one i went to
1: that was one of my last cuts i, I like that one a lot um, um yeah predator thing you know all those ones um galaxy quest really a, a fun star trek kind of like like a more serious space ball send up of Star Trek, sure. uh, but like a really fun, like really well uh, done movie. And Alan Rickman is fantastic. May he rest in peace. Uh, Men in Black I thought was really fun. Uh, I forgot uh, about Men in Black. Uh, Independence Day. Uh, yeah. you no, know, there's you know there's a lot a lot of good a uh, lot of good sci-fi, a lot of good sci-fi films.
0: Not enough of those take place in space.
1: <laughs> Independence Day goes to space. Men in Black, you know. Come on,
0: they were in space though. They were all on Earth. They're
1: aliens that come to Earth, and at, at some point, don't they go to space? In one of the one of the movies, I don't know. There's like a <laughs> yeah. space. There's like a train station for space. I, 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 admittedly, I only watched like the first one. I think I saw the second one and didn't like it, and then I tapped out.
0: Uh, you didn't see the, the reboot.
1: I did not. I heard was it
0: was, it... I heard it wasn't good.
1: Yeah. But the first one was fun. Uh, Will Smith was great in it, and it was it was, you know, I don't know, it was funny. That's one that we watched with the kids. That's a good one.
0: I have, yeah, I haven't seen that in many years.
1: Yeah, it's got Tony Shaloub. Anything with Tony
0: Shaloub. <laughs> Love me some Tony Shalhoub. All right, well, there is our Man crush, top is ten sci-fi movies that are not Star Wars. Oh, have you seen Snowpiercer? I haven't. Well, no. Well, okay. I think I've seen some of it. I don't know if I've seen the whole thing. I've read about it. I've read about the theories. And I've talked with people about it. Um,
1: I'd like you to watch it because I'm curious to see if, if you would like it.
0: Have, have and you I would read, love to
1: share with you my thoughts on ha, it.
0: Have you read the theory that Snowpiercer is a sequel to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? I have not. You got to go read that.
1: I mean, it's not. Actually, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory has a sequel. Uh, so, no, go know,
0: read you... about Snowpiercer as the sequel to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It makes okay. sense. Well,
1: it... it makes uh, sense,
0: Charlie. Okay.
1: I'm cur- I am I would love to talk with you about that one. Uh, that did not make my list, and I don't
0: think that I liked it.
1: Uh, but I, w- I would love to talk with Snow you about
0: Snowpiercer? Yeah, I think I saw I think I saw It seems like like
1: a movie that you might like I think I saw most of of
0: it like a long time ago that I might have like had it on in the background when I was doing stuff I don't know I should watch it again
1: I just want want to I want to give spoilers but I won't but there's there's some ridiculous we gotta talk Okay. and if you've seen snowpiercer out there and you have opinions about it hit me up because uh i i got i got i got feels <laughs> i watched it last night just to see because i was looking at some people's lists and, and it kept popping up and i was like huh am i missing out on some great sci-fi film so i, I popped it on after amy went to bed and i was like hmm 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 <laughs> so i got some i got some thoughts fresh thoughts bro fresh thoughts
0: yeah but it's got chris evans in it
1: it does it does I just, I, I just want to drop spoilers so bad. I, oh. I can't. So, all right.
0: Well, here's the spoiler. It's a sequel to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> so, anyways, that is our top ten favorite sci-fi movies that are not Star Wars. Let us know what we missed. Let okay. us know if you agree with some of our stuff, if you disagree with some of our stuff. maybe yes. Maybe some of our stuff you don't even consider sci-fi. Maybe you're like, you know what? Wow, there's a shot of me. <laughs> I was going to say Alien. Oh, no, that's definitely sci-fi. Come on. I, somebody might let, put that as me, horror.
1: Let me know if you think I should grow my hair back out like this with the bangs. Um, I think I think I could still pull it off at, at the length. I don't have as much hair as I used to, but I got
0: bangs like, coming down there. Like ni- 1991, Eddie Furlong? I think that's, you know, Come on. We can do that, right? There you go. We made that happen.
1: Well, thanks for tuning in. Like and subscribe. We'll see you next time. All right. Adios.